Brought to you by HigherPrice.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Yes, it is time for us to engage in some social studies. Don't worry, it's not going to hurt. Sarah Cazell's here to ah, take us through it. Not this Who time. Who said? <laughs> not this time it won't. Well, yesterday I think we brought enough uh, pain and, and, and sorrow out of our listeners after we, we asked them. Hey, what did your parents never do for you growing up? Yeah, that got a little deeper than maybe we anticipated. But they never believed in me. Thanks again for everyone who did share. Yeah, I hope you feel I better. I genuinely appreciate it. Hope yes. You feel better. All right. We're heading to our Twitter slash X account. Do you think maybe we started any fights between our listeners and their parents? <laughs> if their parents also have a, a Twitter account, yeah. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. Uh, we're on Twitter slash X at Bickley underscore Murata. We also have a show Instagram account where we post videos from every day uh, and sometimes photos of Jarrett's outfits. But don't let that stop you from following us at Bickley and Murata. All right, let's start with the Arizona Cardinals and the social posts that we have already talked about a couple times this morning. Yesterday, the team account, the Cardinals team account, tweeted a graphic of Kyler Murray with some photos of him with the caption, Our franchise QB. So we're asking our listeners, what do you read into this post, if anything? Do you take it as anything more than just face value? And why? So what are you guys reading into uh, it? I'm, I'm reading into it. It is either uh, just well-intended as a just sort of um, um, a, a very public kiss to Kyler Murray, or it's just a troll of the media going into the combine just to see what it would stir up. Yeah, I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards troll. They have trolled throughout the years. Troll. Yeah, I've enjoyed that. They're yes. not the only team that does it. Oh no, oh, certainly right. not. No, no, no. Sure. I think they, that's they, kind listen, of become part they, of being a social manager. They have every every right and reason to entertain themselves. We do Absolutely. the same thing. Abs- yes, we yeah. sure do. Yes. <laughs> now, what makes you think I, I use social media? To entertain myself other than the bull, 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 bull question <laughs> permission. That yeah. was the first time, really, you could ever That's be really accused first of doing such a thing, Jay. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. <laughs> All right, getting to our listener responses. Dan V says, I just see it as if Marvin Harrison Jr. isn't available at four. The pick is available. Huh? Daryl Lee asks, who is this post for? Did Gannon forget already? Maybe it's a reminder for Monty as he prepares for the draft. Here's what I'll say. If you are the man, it doesn't require declaration. Geek Martinez says maybe the Cardinals are hearing one of the teams above them is not taking a quarterback. And they're using this post to say, hey, do you want to trade up and get your guy because we got ours? Could be. Larry says they're just trying to convince us that he is good. (laughs) Uh, And then... Chad Rudinger says, I believe it's called defining the relationship. DTR. The Cardinals love their QB and they are letting the rest of the football universe know it. Facebook official. That's right. Put it, put them in your bio. All right. <laughs> Moving on to that's the thing that the kids do these days. They link their significant others handle in their own bios. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Is that what they're doing? It is. Wow. Good for those kids. Sure. All right, moving on to our next question. Earlier in the show, we were talking about the NFL with free agency right around the corner and the news of all, well, I guess the lack of the news of uh, all the the running backs that are not getting franchise tagged. 
Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, Austin Eckler, and Josh Jacobs all are going to be free to go find some money somewhere if they can. So we're asking of these four options, guys, which position in sports do you believe is losing its value the most dramatically or rapidly? Here are the four options. NFL running back, a traditional center in the NBA, an NHL goon, (laughs) or a lefty specialist pitcher in baseball. Goon's not a position. Oh, well, kind it's of is. Job yeah. Yeah. yeah, job description. That's that's probably my vote. The goon. The the goon. Yeah, we don't we don't see. They're all much mooned anymore. up, right? Remember, I mean, remember when you go back in in history and look at every team had one guy on the roster that had like three hundred penalty minutes oh, yeah. and no other right. stats yeah. <laughs> and four teeth. Right, you don't run assist, no goals, yes. three hundred and eighty-seven yeah. pims. Would Stu Grimson <laughs> exist in today's NHL? Um, that would probably be in my vote, too. Because mm. running back is still important. It's just Not the, des- the description. Of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a perfect way to say it. I, I can't imagine how hard that job must be. And, and again, there's a lot of there's a lot of enforcers in NHL history who have led very dark, awful lives because they roll into a city, they're in their hotel room, their teammates are getting ready to play a hockey game, and they know that their job is if the coach says, I need you to go fight that guy right now, you have to jump over the boards and go fight somebody. Yeah. It's brutal. Just brutal. All right, getting to our listener yeah. voting. The position that is dwindling the fastest or losing its value the uh, most dramatically, 36% say it's the NFL running back. Wow. 20. Losing its value, if you put it that way. It's, yeah. Yeah, we, we but put value both in there. financially, not, I mean, again, go, go into a game, game with versus- no running back and see what happens. Yeah. Okay, again, 36% say NFL running back. 20 9% say a traditional center in basketball. 27% say an NHL goon. 9% say a lefty specialist in baseball. Joshua Ewald says, the goon, the goon, I miss the love-hate of the guy whose one purpose was to mess you up. Always had his team and his star players back. I miss the goon. <laughs> Rick Hughes says the lefty specialist is already gone. The three batter minimum has put them in the dustbin of history. Would like Jesse Orozco, a player like that, even like have a long career nowadays with the three batter minimum thing? Well, well I, I mean, he wasn't he wasn't a guy to come in and face one lefty and go. He he pitched some innings, Jesse Orozco. Right, that's true. Well, on that note, Salt Lake Caesar says, given his game. I'm not sure Bill Russell would start today. What do you guys think about that? Ooh. That's like, what's well, a heavy thing to say? Ooh. About Bill Russell? Yeah. It's, the you, NBA was uh, was was very was very different back in the day. What's the word I'm looking for? Not as good. Not as good. Yeah, it, it, you'll go nuts, and I go nuts right. when I get into these discussions about comparing eras. Like, yeah. Bill Russell was great. He was born at the time he was born, and let's just appreciate his greatness. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, we have to get to this final question. It is incredible. Bic, you mentioned at the very start of the show, the Florida Man Games. Oh, yeah. The Olympics for the Florida Man. Yes. uh, Including pool noodle mud fights. Yes. Uh, A mullet contest. A mullet contest, Mm -hmm. yes. Incredible. So, we're creating an Arizona man or Arizona woman. Oh, okay. 
contest. What would the events in the Arizona contest be? Uh, for men, uh, it would be a long driving contest, uh, but the guys have to be wearing white belts. <laughs> and for women, it depends on where you had these games. If uh, it was in Scottsdale, uh, which woman's face can uh, withstand the most Botox? <laughs> which woman's face can move? Who could, who could navigate through downtown Phoenix and downtown Tempe the fastest via Ooh. automobile? That would be a competition. On a Friday at 5 p.m.? Yeah, that would be a great competition. Um, eating very uh, habanero salsas. Oh, yeah, hottest salsa. I, I just yeah. came up with a good one. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Uh, a Berto's uh, relay race. Oh, where you have to go all the way, you know, like a, like an obstacle like course a, of the different Bertos. Little Bertos. Little Bertos to Bertos. You have to eat some. Bertos. Yeah, you have to Julio eat something Bertos. at every Bertos. Bertos. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a great one. Incredible. That's an that's, excellent one. That's fantastic. Social studies class clown says, sitting on a hot seat to start your car in August without frying the back of your thighs. That's a good one. Good luck on that one. Mr. Will, jumping over Choya. Finding a pair of shoes without a scorpion in them <laughs> and holding on to a metal door handle in August. Brian Barger, again, how long can you hold on to your steering wheel? Walking across the street barefoot. No. How long can you go without water? And the winter games, there's That's just the, I one. I would not recommend that. Nope, please don't. The winter games would be Snowbird Frogger <laughs> on the highway. That's pretty good. Uh, and then the last one from JMA72. Flooded canal car crossing. All the oh, dummies who try one. to drive yeah. through the, oh, yeah. you know, the lakes that pop up in the streets during monsoon season. They have a a, a name for the law for those types of people. Mm-hmm. Isn't it the, the dumb, dumb drivers? Like, it's some like dumb driver. Law. Yes, yes, it's it's very shameful. And finally, Wookie says, "Ooh, what does Wookie say?" Catch and lick a Gila monster. No, oh. don't do that. No, don't do that. Sounds fun, though. <laughs> there are some really funny replies. Really good stuff. Yes. I like it. Yes, keep sending Thickly them. Thickly underscore Murata on Twitter slash X. Thanks, it's, everybody. It's good Thank stuff. you, Sarah. Thank you. Coming up next, we were reminded yesterday that Kyler Murray is the Cardinals franchise quarterback. But what does Kurt Warner want to see from K1 moving forward? We'll tell you next. Pickling Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Hey, it's Wolf. Outside of wide receiver, which position should we be watching for at the NFL Combine for the Arizona Cardinals? We'll tell you at 10 a.m. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. The Cardinals, for whatever reason, putting out the social media tweet of like, hey, we, we back you up here, even though, like, who's talking about you right now? Crabtree. (laughs) (laughs) Who's talking about you? Like, who's talking about you right now? (laughs) That was fantastic. Evan Cohen from uh, ESPN Radio. That was peak Legion of Boom, Vinny. Asking uh, a lot of the questions that some of us are asking. I think there's some people that are irked by this uh, examination of social media activity, but it's not something I love doing in this job either, but... You have to pay attention to this stuff mm-hmm. because it's there's a lot of reality tied to it. Um, the Cardinals put that out there. Kyler Murray, our franchise quarterback, is what the post says. Mm-hmm. Um, our know, guy. Uh, our guy. Um, nobody asked, like Evan Cohen said. Nobody asked the question. Hey, is And when they have asked the question to the decision makers for the Cardinals, whether it's Jonathan Gannon, whether it's Matt Fort, or Michael Bidwell's high up his ownership, 
the responses have all been very, very consistent. Mm-hmm. Very impressed, very happy with Kyler Murray yes. moving forward. Yes. And they should be because I think there was a, a what he did last year. It was not it was not something that should be taken all that lightly. Coming back from major knee surgery as a young athlete who's never had any kind of injury like that. So uh, uh, I don't know how many shows we spent talking about. Okay, the psychological hurdles. How will Kyler Murray, a player who is who has been skittish at times before on a football field, especially when he's sharing that football field with Miles Garrett? Shut up, Garrett. Aaron Donald. Um, how is a guy like that going to deal with this? And he dealt with it great. Mm-hmm. So the the resilience, the rehab, the being around, the trying to be more attentive and more sharing and giving as a leader, um, all of that. So I think I think I think he he held up his end of the bargain about as good and as well as you could expect. Uh, there were a couple of of kind of clunker games in there, but most of them mm-hmm. he was pretty good. And his closing act, his numbers ranked among the top, you know, top 10, top 12 quarterbacks in football. But as I said earlier, that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be a great quarterback at some point in time. And I think that's kind of what Kurt Warner was getting at. Yeah, Kurt Warner uh, joined us earlier in the show, and uh, Kyler was a topic of discussion, not necessarily the social media stuff, but just his play. And Kurt uh, studies this stuff. He knows this stuff uh, very well. But uh, he shared with us what he wants to see more from Kyler Murray moving forward. He hasn't answered all the questions for me. For me with Kyler, it's it's simply a matter of consistency. I, I want to see him play at that high level week in, week out, through the course of a game. You know, and, and a lot of it for me, and whether it's bias or whatever because of how I played or, you know, people want to say this all the time, is that I still have to see these guys play inside the pocket consistently. That you can't live, no matter how talented. I mean, Kyler makes so many unbelievable plays moving around. But you can't live in that world. It doesn't matter how good you are. I think we've seen that with Lamar Jackson. As talented as anybody we've ever seen play the quarterback position, when it comes time to win games against good teams, you've got to do it consistently inside the pocket and make throw after throw after throw. And so that's what we're still waiting for. You know, Lamar's done it at a great level in the regular season. When he gets to good teams week in and week out, he hasn't been as consistent. Yeah, so pocket Mm. play, obviously very important for Kurt Warner and not Mm -hmm. shocking. And we talked about that going into last season, even knowing that Kyler Murray wasn't going to be the starting quarterback for the full year. But he played eight games, and we saw improvement, I think improvement, uh, in terms of, you know, when the pocket was collapsing, stepping up in the pocket, finding throwing lanes. Um, a little bit more flexibility, and how much did, time did we spend last football season talking about how how long or how many snaps is Kyler Murray going to be under center? Yeah. Did you see Josh Weinfuss' piece on ESPN? He had some great numbers mm-hmm. on all of this mm-hmm. uh, over the weekend. Uh, Josh wrote, Murray spent 25% of his snaps under center in 2023, which was more than double his second highest rate, which was 12% in his rookie season. In 2019, between in those middle three years, never spent more than 8% of his snaps under center. Yeah. It got more interesting as they broke down the numbers. Uh, When Murray did line up under center, the Cardinals had a design running rate of 71%. Wow. So was that, you know, the question that was posed by Josh in this, this article was that, does that become a tell? Do you see more flexibility now? Hey, you're under center. Might have tipped our hand a little bit in 2023. Can you throw more from it? The the throwing numbers from under center 
33 attempts from under center. Um, Murray attempted passes, completed 73% of his passes through one interception. And uh, of those 33 attempts, 31 were on play action. And that's what we talked about so much. So over the course of a full regular season, at least double those numbers, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't seem like they utilize that enough. Well, no, and but, but again, it, it, there was a couple of weeks. It, I think it was games two and three, maybe three and four of his return, where it, it where the usage under center seemed to go down, mm-hmm. and it was like what's ha- and then it really kind of spiked back up at the end. I I I think that part of the strategy here is let's see. Let's see what this what this looks like with Kyler Murray fully engaged for an entire offseason. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean training camp to week one. I mean now until week one. January, post-Super Bowl to week one. And and hopefully he's going to be just as engaged and hopefully it's going to be, it's going to complete the, the, the project, if you will. Um, because I do think that Drew Petzing, at least the one thing that I, uh, again, and, and you look at those numbers, and even though it might have been a tell, this football team was dramatically successful running the football. Oh, especially when Kyler came back. Oh, I mean, yeah. The numbers they put up in the second half of the mm-hmm. season, I think they had three, yard, three games of over 200 yards rushing, and they did it against good teams. Against good teams that, that generally don't allow that kind of stuff Including to happen. Including San Francisco. Yeah, right. Right. So the, so the Cardinals, for a team that was kind of, you know, labeled pretty boy football, finesse, they really took some big steps in terms of general physicality. And, and you're not going to be able to do that if your quarterback isn't willing to get under center. So uh, I think that's kind of the game plan here. Um, and and I, I tend to think that Gamble's probably right when he says that, that the commitment to Kyler Murray is one more year and then we'll see. Let, let's see what he looks like coming out of this year. Uh, but maybe that's true of every quarterback, not named Josh Allen or well, Patrick Mahomes. And the reason why that does make sense is because, you know, you know Ky- what did Kyler Murray lack last year? Mm-hmm. He lacked uh, a, a lot of weapons in his receiving core, and mm-hmm. some of those guys weren't healthy the whole year. I mean, Michael Wilson wasn't healthy the whole year. Hollywood Brown wasn't healthy. So if you put those pieces around Kyler Murray, what does that look like? Um, and that might be, you know, uh, the backbone yep. of, of that one-year commitment, yep. if that's what it is. Yep. Uh, coming up yep. next, we haven't done it in a while, but we're going to roll it out again. Mustache. Not a mustache. I don't think I've won since 2021. Well, let's make today the day, baby. Yes, let's do it. Quickly, <laughs> Murata morning. Let's freaking party. Let's freaking party. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Hello, everybody. We are Bigley and Marotta Mornings, and we're going to our website, ArizonaSports.com, with the Combine in Indianapolis ramping up right now. We're going to talk a little non-number four draft pick. Okay. With the 27th overall pick, who should the Arizona Cardinals take? This is today's poll question. Mm. J.C. Latham, offensive tackle out of Alabama. Tyler Guyton, offensive tackle out of Oklahoma. Jordan Morgan, offensive tackle out of Arizona. Or other slash trade away that pick. So it's just offensive tackles? Correct. That does seem to be the the popular rumor. That I saw the, the tackle is tackle. going to be their second pick. I saw a mock today with uh, Alabama corner Kool-Aid McKinstry coming to Arizona. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, J.C. Latham. 
J.C. Latham, okay. Tyler Guyton. I don't think. Yeah, who the hell even knows? <laughs> well, our, uh, our, our voters have a pretty strong opinion. 53%. Let me guess. Jordan Morgan? No. Oh, okay. J.C. Latham. Oh, okay. They see Alabama and they go, that guy. I guess guy. so. Who can tell the difference between three different offensive tackles? Matt well, Starks. Are they wearing uh, different jerseys? Then they're easy to celebrate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay, 53% say Latham. 18% say someone else or trade the pick. 17% want Jordan Morgan. 12% say Tyler Guyton out of Oklahoma. Wolf told that story again yesterday about his combine experience yeah. and how he had to just walk out in front of a thing of 300 people wearing only a jock strap and socks. When it was the true <laughs> underwear Olympics. <laughs> And they finally gave him T-shirts and shorts. <laughs> then they sold it to a sponsor. It's really come a long way. Sure has. Uh, that's today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Mustache. Not a mustache. Oh, mustache. Oh, mustache. Oh, mustache. Big mustache. Thick mustache. My mustache. Your mustache. Say the word. The word mustache. Oh, mustache. Oh, mustache. Now we both have said mustache. Oh, mustache. Oh, mustache. He doesn't even have a mustache. Okay, it is Tuesday, not Wednesday. It's Tuesday at 9.30. It is time for the return of America's fastest-growing facial hair-related quiz sensation, mustache. Not a mustache. Not a mustache. I will be presenting Bickley and Murata with a soundbite from a movie, a TV show, an interview, or a song. They will have to tell me whether the person that's talking or singing has a mustache or does not have a mustache. They get a bonus point if they correctly identify the person. First one, the 10 wins. And today's topic, because our beloved Arizona Coyotes have lost 12 games in a row, it's all about losing today. The theme oh, okay. is losing. All right. For uh, So, Dan, you won last time we played. Would you like to go first sure, or I'll second? Sure, I'll go first. You will go first, yeah. and you will start. Do you want to take a guess at yes, this first clue? I no, have a guess. No bonus points awarded, but you can but I won't give, impress I won't give my, it's not my friends turn, and family. So. Um, yeah, uh... Well, let's go to the audio Lonesome tape. Loser. No. Little a, River Band. No. Oh, I didn't think you... I saw that one, but I didn't think you would get that one. But you'll get this one. Saving all your That's right! Park. Yo. Cut it. Uh, that'd be Beck, loser, not a mustache. That is correct. Stop being so predictable, Jared! Stop being such a loser, Jared! <laughs> I don't always do the no. most obvious one first, but no, I, I, I often do. All right, Vince. Yeah. That's me in the corner. Uh, Michael Stipe, R.E.M., not a mustache. That is correct. Good start for both of you, Mr. Dan Bickley. I'm having serious mustache day job right now. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Okay. Losing is losing, but, you know, last week, that, that last game was a different type of losing. You had a bug on you, but it was a different type of losing. Um, I, I wouldn't say, you know, I'm proud of the way I'm handling it because, like I said, I don't like to lose, but... Um, who had the bug on him, by the way? I, don't, I remember that soundbite when it happened, and we were we investigated what kind of bug it was. But it was, <laughs> Tyler Murray mustache. That is correct. 
You forgot a big distinction there. Our franchise quarterback. That's right. Tyler Murray. QB1. Yes. QB1. Mm. All right. Vince Murata. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. You bumped into the ceiling, which now has to be washed and sterilized, so you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> that is uh, Gene Wilder as Willy Wonka, not a mustache. That is correct. Big, 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 big family news. My nephew Bennett, very famous on this show, was just cast as Willy Wonka. Oh, fantastic. And his, uh, you know, pre-kindergarten school play. So I'm going to help wow. him. Wow, you're going to do a lot I'm of I'm going to mentor him. Oh, yes. yeah. Along the way. All you're right. not delivering the lines correctly, no. Bennett. Oh, oh, believe me, this is going to ruin him for acting for they're the rest letting, of his life. They're letting preschoolers put on a, a production of such a creepy story? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm interested to see how it plays Wait, out. Wait, where, where there's 15 people sleeping together in one well, bed? Well, they might skip that part. Okay. It's family values. Four. All right. Uh, four, four. All right, uh, Dan. Yeah. Every gambler knows the secret to surviving is knowing what to throw away, knowing what to keep. Because every hand's a winner and every hand's a loser. The best that you can hope for is to die in your sleep. That's Kenny Rogers. That's a mustache. Rumor has it that Kenny Rogers, before he kind of became that Kenny Rogers, was like a really good rock and roll guitar player. Oh, you've ever heard? Yeah. You're telling me that. Yeah. yeah. When he yeah. was with, oh, I forgot what the band, he was He was in a, the band. Yeah. You know that song, Just Dropped In to See What Condition My yes. Condition Was In? That's a rocking song. All right. Vince. And here it comes right now. Yeah. No. <laughs> no? Mm -hmm. Here comes this on the losing themed. I was tense. I was nervous. I guess it just wasn't my night. I gave the answers. Oh, but I couldn't get the questions right. I, I, I lost Weird Al Yankovic, I lost on Jeopardy, mustache. That is correct. Is, is Weird Al giving you kickbacks at this point? We well, got Willy Wonka and Weird Al. It's like <laughs> the W. I've got through the W part of my... Weird Al is always great because he has... For m much of his career, he had a mustache. Yeah, he's rarely great, and, but and that's okay. And he's written... Oh, and beg to differ. Mm -hmm. Agree to disagree. Do you remember the band who uh, performed that song that he was parodying? Yeah, here? the Greg Kin Band. The Greg Kin Band. Very wow. well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Dan Bickley. We good. Go up 2 0. Where they're like, exactly. This is what we've been talking about. Like, it's the East, bro. Like, we're about to win this. From the <sighs> right off four. Great. <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. Uh, that's Mikhail Bridges. Is there a mustache on that man's face? Wow. I'd say, yeah, a little wispy one. He actually has a full beard now, but yes. Okay. It is correct. Yeah. Yes. All right. Vince. Yes. Eight, six, Bick. I need this to tie. <laughs> that is uh, Jim Carrey, not a mustache. That is correct. All right. This is to go to, for a perfect scores for each of you and to go to a tiebreaker. Okay. Is from Ace Ventura 2. It is. Yeah. Well done. That is from When Nature Calls. All right. Uh, Dan. 
That's enough. Uh, good. Well done. That's a Marshall Mathers Eminem, not a mustache. All right. Who are you calling a hoe? <laughs> ten out of ten. Oh, oh. Okay, uh, I think we can get this one. Oh, oh here we go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Vince. Uh, Tom Petty. <laughs> That's early Petty. I'm going to go not a mustache. That is correct. Yeah. I, I didn't even know that song, but I figured that sounded so much like Tom yeah, Petty, even if you didn't know that, it. That's... All right. 10 out of 10, you guys know your losers. Yes, we do. We can spot <laughs> them a mile away. And, oh, luckily we finished a little bit early. <gasps> so we have time. We are going to go to the tiebreaker. Right after this commercial break. So stay tuned for the grand conclusion of Mustache. Not a mustache. The man is a master. The man is a menace. Building the drama. We'll settle this once and for all. Yeah. Uh, next, here on Arizona Sports, the local sports joke. He doesn't even have a mustache. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Weekly and Murata, song of the day. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. You ever heard this band before, Ben? I haven't. Who is this? I have won or have lost. I believe it was. They were called the Beatles. The Beatles. The Beatles. Do you see they're making uh, solo movies for each of the four Beatles? Really? Up? I did not know that. Might be interesting. This is from 1964. This is yeah, early stuff. Beatles yeah, for sale. The wow. album. This was track two. Every there was 14 songs on this album. The longest one was two minutes and 57 seconds. Those were the days. Holy cow! They definitely changed over the course of their tenure together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a loser. And it's also the name of this song. <laughs> <laughs> By the Beatles, today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Imagine the thousands of people that sat in their cars. They were going to an oh, appointment yeah. they had to get to, but they sat in their cars so we could settle this week's edition of Mustache, Not a Mustache. Hopefully they left they the garage on. door open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? No carbon, whatever that is. Monoxide. Monoxide, yeah. Right. All right. You guys ready for the tiebreaker? Let's do it. All right. Of course, we are sticking with the theme for today's edition of Mustache, Not a Mustache. Losing. Since the Cardinals moved to the state of Arizona in 1988, how many losses have they suffered as the Phoenix slash Arizona Cardinals? Just regular season? Yes. Okay, regular season. Let me do a little figuring, and then I'll give you my guess. So no St. Louis, no Chicago. Just here. Mm. All right, my guess is in. All right. 
So my guess will be 301 football games. 301? All right. I see your guess, Vince. Yes. You guessed 329. The answer is 343. Oh, oh wow. give him too much That's credit there. That's a lot of well football done, games, well man. Done. Wow. Then he breaks the streak. It comes out to about 10 losses a year. Love that smell in the morning, the smell of victory. <laughs> 234 wins, 343 losses, two ties. Ah, the two ties. Yeah. One against the Seahawks. Browns the other one? Yeah, the 6-6 six six masterpiece. Yeah, the whole on, hold on. Was there was a, there was a tie that... Felt like a loss, and there was a tie that felt oh, like yeah. a win. Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Oh, yeah. The first, right. first game. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So they, didn't, they didn't have a tie until well into their franchise in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, 2016 and then 2019. Uh, I like a little um, NFL offseason beef. Oh, Deion yeah. Dawkins plays for the Buffalo Bills and All right. got in an on on field and then in the tunnel fight with Michael Clemens of the Jets uh, in a game last November. The Bills won the game 32-6, to but Deion Dawkins was asked about the incident on Vlad TV, which is uh, the Russian version of Mad TV, I think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's some podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, here was Deion Dawkins uh, on his thoughts on the New York Jets. You get into it with the Jets. Yeah. What happened? Weirdos being weird. <laughs> Weirdos being weird. You know, I don't even want to get a man no credit talking about him, you know. But number 72, Michael Clements. Michael Clements. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. Um, boy. You know, I'm going to just keep it a buck. I hate them. All of them, bro. They are awesome. Like, when it comes to sports, right, there's people that play the sport because they love the sport. And then there's people that play the sport just to try to be cool. I feel like they play the sport to try to be cool. He went on and on. He absolved a few members of the Jets, uh, but said he hates them all. Wow. Um, I want to focus on the weirdos being weird part yeah, of it. Okay. Did you see the video of this? Deion Dawkins is doing this interview in an indoor facility, having an interview with a, 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 a grown adult, but was not wearing a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's just weird to me yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A sit-down interview, not a locker room situation. No, mm. a sit-down interview okay. in an interview setting. Very uh, few of our Newsmakers Week guests did that. Only a couple of Only them Only a couple year. this year, yeah. yeah. Didn't Jared say that he eats shirtless? Didn't you say that a few no. days ago? What? I never said that. That is a horrifying some, visual. It's not... Uh, I could see why you might think that, but I, I, I've never said that. I thought you said that. Yeah, that would have stuck with me, too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's, a, that's an interesting... I, I, I've eaten shirtless before in my life, but when I was a kid, like out by the pool and you ate lunch. Yeah. And then waited, of course, 60 minutes before you got back in the pool. Oh, right. Because <laughs> right, you don't want to draw those cramps, man. Yeah. Uh, Way too dangerous for me to eat shirtless. Get stuff caught in my chest hair and oh. it's tangled up. You have oh. to cut it out. Yep. <laughs> Oh, that is disgusting. Save it for later. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, there was a, a chewing gum incident back in uh, 96, and they had stopped ever since. <laughs> you were that hairy in 96? Well, I don't know. <laughs> you were, what, 12? 
No, I was 14. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Greg Byrne, uh, the athletic director of Alabama, has a a solution for the court storming thing. Yeah. He said uh, if it's one or two people, no big deal. If it's like what it was in at Wake Forest on Saturday, the home team forfeits the win. Oh, that'll take care of it. <laughs> that'll solve that, the issue. That would definitely take care of it. <laughs> And be some really upset Well, I'm fans. glad you asked that to Bobby Hurley, because what if the Sun Devils beat Arizona? Are we going to see it? Maybe. Catch you tomorrow. See Have a great you. day, everybody. Wolf and Luke are up next.